Well, you get to the end of the week, and maybe you do get a little foggy, and uh, it's harder to focus, and we've all been through that. But real cognitive impairment is something that a lot of Americans are experiencing, and experiencing it to a degree that they never have before. That's according to a new study. WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne with here. Uh, here's with an explanation and also just a look at the problem. I and remembered your move. name. I remembered the lead-in. <laughs> and then you <laughs> and got then you a little forgot. foggy. A little foggy. <laughs> yeah, but how many of us write the names down as one more on the air? everywhere. Yeah. Post-its everywhere is right. Okay. We, we've, uh, uh, we've taken a look here behind the curtain. So here's what's interesting about this study. The number of working age, we're talking about working age adults here who reported serious difficulty thinking has climbed by an estimated 1 million people in the last 15 to 20 years. Now, there are some of us who can chalk this up to being a little older, but the research has found that adults in their 20s, 30s, and 40s is driving this trend of people who report they have cognitive fog. And by the way, this data was compiled by the Census Bureau. They started back in the 2000s asking these kinds of questions. Now, the reason might be long-term COVID, but it's not the only factor. We'll get to that in just a second. Studies estimate some 20 to 30% of people who get COVID have some kind of cognitive impairment several months later. Uh, researchers think it has something to do about the levels of serotonin. Now, long COVID is suspected of being a factor, but there's more to this. Some researchers are pointing to the other effects of the pandemic, and that includes psychological stress. During the pandemic, Americans spent more time alone. They reported higher rates of depression and were prescribed more psyche psychiatric medications. The percent of Americans who said they had serious difficulty remembering, concentrating, or making decisions shot up nearly 4% uh, respondents in the last three years as compared to 2009. And about as many adults, 18 to 64, now report cognitive problems and report trouble walking or taking stairs. So this question was first asked, as we said, back in the 2000s, early 2000s by the Census Bureau. Cognitive impairment has long been considered a hallmark of long COVID. And uh, uh, Guy and Lloyd and Jamie, other things to note here. Researchers also say we need to factor in here that people now are more likely to report cognitive disabilities than ever before because it's more accepted. So that might hmm. skew this just a little bit, but researchers are definitely looking at this COVID factor uh, and the pandemic factor in these numbers. Really interesting that younger people are, yes. are, are more involved here. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But it's also yeah. interesting. I mean, we, we know that there was a lot of skepticism about anything coming out of the CDC but this isn't from them. It's from the Census Bureau. So in in essence, we're self-reporting. Right. Which, which and, I think lends it some credibility. Right. And not only that guy, they, they've, were, they've been asking this question, oddly enough, you know, for the last 15, 20 years. So there was data there that was kind of accumulating anyway. And then all of a sudden we have this 
pandemic hit. So this is really actually a very good measure of what's going on in our society. And one of the researchers who looked at all these numbers said, we better be looking at this. Our, our society and our uh, Americans better be looking at this problem because it is a real problem. When you're talking about um, 4% of the population saying, yeah, you know, I'm having some kind of brain fog or dis- mm-hmm. you know, inability to, to function, that's a problem. I found that uh, those who maybe have uh, caught COVID uh, in 22, 23, and uh, even to this date, when the COVID is a little milder, uh, mm-hmm. haven't really uh, talked about brain fog. But those uh, friends of mine I know who got it in 20, when it first came out, they were like, man, you know, I The I alpha wake up, strains yeah. seem to be a lot I, worse. I, I, I wake up, I feel like I'm hungover and drunk and high and all of that, all at the same time. That's exactly what people are saying. And, of course, we also know that was the most deadly strain of the virus, right? That's when right. we had most of our deaths were early on. So now you're not seeing it uh, some of these side effects as much. But um, I think overall this is something that if I bet if we had in a group of um, – internist, you know, family practice doctors and Mm -hmm. asked them about this, I bet you they'd all report people telling them this. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, going to always be the end at the picnic. Here's my concern. You've got something (laughs) like brain fog that is very hard to confirm and to document. Mm -hmm. How many people are going to be illegitimate sufferers, people that don't have it, are going to be using this for disability fraud, workers' comp fraud, trying to get days off? That well, really is the ant yeah. in the picnic this morning. Yeah, uh, it's a good thing to think about because people certainly used COVID. At least you didn't use a punch bowl reference. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't come to work. I'm afraid to come to work. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So people use things all Pe- over. People, people do. And what we saw, I mean, with with disability fraud and things like that, it was I'm suffering from depression. Well, you, it's so very hard to document, um, and I, I wonder if. Some folks won't use this to exploit that, and it won't be, might become a problem for employers. Well, that's yeah. another good reason I say that you know probably we need to have uh, a better handle on this and better research so that we can actually pinpoint the people who really do have it and those who might you know m- might be uh, uh, taking advantage of the system. All right, Marie, thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Uh, interesting story yesterday. I don't know if you caught it. it was on the Today Show. A new study is showing that 90% of the ACL surgeries, Tom Jordan is here, and I know he's suffered with some knee problems, 90% of the ACL surgeries may be unnecessary going forward, that you're going to be able to treat an ACL issue without cutting. What, lasers or a robot um, or something? I, I recommend people go to paying for your life centers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, it worked for me. It can work for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, is this sponsored? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying. The, uh, but it was it was interesting. And, and, of course, Gail looked at it and she goes, well, does that mean now if I really do need an ACL rebuild, it's going to get harder pa- to get past my insurance because of this new study? And they say they say it that still there's a lot of people that are going to have. But they said even if it's ruptured, that that it can be uh, repaired without surgery. And it's I I don't have all this stuff, and maybe we can do more on it tomorrow. But it was 
really interesting. You think of how interesting for, for sports injuries, especially yeah. all of us that are Technology. weekend warriors, and how many of us suffer from things yeah. like that and <laughs> and, and get sidelined. Uh, we'll keep exploring it in the meantime. It's something you may want to read uh, today. We thank you for being with us. Have a great day. Enjoy your Thursday. We'll get your Friday started at six.